Auzubillahiminashaitanirrajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Today is 2nd of Ramadan 1441. We shall be covering para 2 from verses 142 to 252. In the last part of Surah Al-Baqarah, covered in previous para 1, it is quite manifest that all people will be responsible for their own actions. It said, those who have passed away, they shall reap the fruit of what they did, you of what you did, and you shall not be asked about what they did. This part deals with the change of Qibla. It opens with reference to change of Qibla from Batal Muqaddas to Kaaba in Mecca. Some people objected on the change of Qibla. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Fools among the people will say, What has turned them from the Qibla to which they were used to? Say to them, O Prophet, to Allah belongs east and the west. He guides us what he wills to a way that is straight. It further goes. We have made you as an ummah justly balanced. We have appointed the Qibla from which you were used to only to test those who followed the messenger from those who turned on their heels and went against it. Indeed, it was a change momentous except to those who were guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never made your faith of no effect. There is a reference here to the inner desire of Prophet Muhammad who always wished his direction of Kaaba towards Mecca within himself. This is the reference here that Prophet Muhammad always desired the Qibla to Grand Mosque of Mecca. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted his wish and ordered, Turn your faces to me, to the direction of the sacred mosque, the Kaaba. Wherever you are, turn your faces to this direction. It affected one masjid, which shows two qiblas of the building, thus known as Masjid Qiblatain. This indicates two directions of Qibla. The people of the book, Christians and Jews, knew that this is the truth from their Lord. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the believers. O believers, when you meet any calamity, seek Allah's help with perseverance and pray. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with them patiently persevere. Let us pray here. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clear us from this calamity of coronavirus and opens the ways to the masajid and go out to earn livelihood and risk. Ameen, summa ameen. It reaffirms, your God is one Allah and he is most gracious and merciful. Behold in the creation of the heavens and the earth, in the alternation of the night and the day, in the sailing of the ships, through the ocean, for the benefit of the mankind, and the rain that Allah sent forth from the skies, and the life it gives to the earth, which is dead and dry. 
there is a reference given after story of Dawood al-Islam and Jalut and his forces. Jalut's forces were very large in number and well equipped. With Allah's will, a small number of Dawood al-Islam's army overpowered Jalut's forces. Jalut was killed by Dawood al-Islam personally. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the power and wisdom and taught him whatever else he willed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala expressed his hikmah and wisdom by which he said, did not Allah check one set of people by means of another? Earth would be full of mischief. Allah is full of bounty to all the worlds. There are the signs of Allah that who has you the truth. Verily, you are one of the messengers, meaning Dawood What is the righteousness, Al-Bir? Righteous is not that you turn your faces towards east or the west, but the true righteousness is in one who believes in Allah, the last day, the angels, the book, and the prophets give wealth in spite of love for it to relatives, orphans, the needy, the traveler, those who ask for help and for freeing slaves and to establish prayers, give zakat, those who fulfill their promise when they promised, and those who are patient in poverty and hardship and during battle. Those are the ones who have been true and it is those who are the righteous people. The important key points of this para are never prefer dunya for temporary benefits. Our top priority should be teachings of Quran and we have to follow them by any means. Fasting is important pillar of Islam due to which we can attain taqwa. Always hasten towards good and get benefit of every kind of good deed so that we would become truthful and righteous people. Allah is closer to his servants, so we should pray to him and him alone. Islam is the religion of peace. The only war is to remove oppression, fitna. Indeed, fitna is worse than killing. Allah knows better than us that what is good for us, so be content what he has bestowed upon us and never be displeased with his decisions. Akidah is important. Never compromise on it just to marry with a person you like. This ayah gives criteria for choice of marriage. Important law of divorce. Islam teaches us to be kind even dealing with matters of divorce. Never cross the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a widow have fulfilled her term idda, she can remarry where she likes in a reasonable, allowed manner. Support the deen of Allah with true intention, hard work, and lots of supplication. So, some of the important points to revise in this surah are the change of Qibla, center of life for mumin, should be raised towards all that is good, have fear of Allah, and abstain yourself from sins so that Allah Almighty completes His blessings on you and that you may be guided. Remembrance of Allah strengthens our faith. Never be unthankful 
and impatient due to trials of life. Safa and Marwa, these two places remind us sacrifice of Hajira. How strong her patience was, how strong her Iman was. Always eat halal and toyab. Do not follow footsteps of Satan. Taqwa should be our provision, especially during Umrah and Hajj. It is indisputable that this surah was not revealed all at once, but partially and in increments as necessitated by the various Islamic social circumstances and conditions found at different times in Medina. But the fact is that the inclusiveness of this surah from the point of Islamic doctrine is faith and many practical issues, social, political, economic and religious, is not deniable. There are various subjects discussed in it. There are discussions about monotheism and gaining knowledge of Allah, especially by way of studying the mysteries of the creation. There are many statements about the resurrection and life after death with a few tangible examples, like the story of Ibrahim al-Islam, how the birds became restored to life, and the story of Ezra. There are some facts about the and the significance of this heavenly book. There are long discussions and explanations concerning the Jews and hypocrites and their peculiar positions against Islam and the Quran, as evidenced by their various mischiefs hindrances against them. There are some narrations about the history of the great prophets, including Abraham al-Islam and Musa al-Islam in particular. There are some passages that contain a few Islamic rules related to varying subjects such as prayers, fasting, holy war on the path of Allah, the pilgrimage to Mecca, the change of the Qibla, the direction of the prayer from Jerusalem to Mecca, marriage, divorce, commerce, debt, and a great many of the ordinances concerning usury interest. Donations in the path of Allah are abundantly discussed. The problem of retaliation, the banning of different kinds of forbidden meat, and also gambling and wine drinking are discussed. Addition to a few other ordinances related to the subjects of writing wills, testaments, and the like. The title of this surah, Al-Baqarah, is taken from the story of the Israelites' cow, which will come later in this surah. The virtue of studying this surah. There are some significant traditions and narrations on the virtues of studying this surah, cited in Islamic literature. The superiority of this holy surah is apparently due to its comprehensiveness, the Messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala added that Muslims should study the surah, know it, and do it accordingly in order to be benefited by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is evident that reading and reciting Quran is very beneficial spiritually and for sake of sawab in the world hereafter. It is necessary to mention the important fact that those rewards, virtues, and significant compensations that have been cited for studying the Qur'an 
or some special surahs and verses of the Quran never meant that one simply should be contented with the fact that one has recited them as invocations. There are actions in them which are essential for our deeds. The recitation of the Quran is for understanding and understanding is for the contemplation and the contemplation is for action. As a matter of fact, every virtue which is mentioned for a surah or a verse corresponds very much with the contents of the surah or the verse. For example, among the virtues of reciting surah al-Nur, it says that Allah may protect the person and his children from committing adultery and slander when he perseveres it in studying it. The consequence is because the contents of Surah Al-Nur contain some important instructions on resisting sexual deviations. The instruction advising single person to hasten to marriage. Instruction about Kawa, Hijab. The instruction that forbids spreading any rumors and accusations about others. And finally, the instruction on executing the punishment for fornication and adultery upon any perpetrators, be they men or women. It is obvious that when the contents of this surah be observed by the members of the society or family, the occurrence of adultery will not appear therein. They are all related to the subject of monotheism, belief in ghayab, the invisible, knowing Allah subhanahu ta'ala, and resisting all evil temptations. So, if a person recites them and observes the instructions in them carefully and from the depth of his soul, he will certainly obtain those virtues. It is certainly true, however, that the recitation of the Quran deserves rewards, but besides the original and essential rewards given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, its effects on personal behavior will only become clearer when the recitation is a premise for contemplation and action. At the end, I would like to sum of the lessons from Surah Al-Baqarah that apply to our general living. These have been compiled by an organization, Smile Dawa Concept. They did not put any copyrights over this. And in fact, they encourage its wide publicity. Number one, do not mix the truth with falsehood. Verse 42. Number two, order righteousness to people only after practicing it yourself. Verse 44. Number three, do not commit abuse on the earth. Verse 60. Number four, do not prevent people from mosques. Verse 114. Number 5. Do not follow anybody blindly. Verse 170. Number 6. Do not break the promise. Verse 177. Number 7. Do not engage in bribery. Verse 188. Number 8. Fight only those who fight you. Verse 190. Number 9. Keep the etiquettes of war. Verse 191. Number 10. Protect orphans. Verse 220. Number 11. Do not have sexual intercourse. Menstrual period. 222. 12. Breastfeed your children 
for two complete years verse 233 number 13 choose rulers by their merit verse 247 number 14 no compulsion in religion verse 256 15 do not invalidate charity with reminders verse 264 number 16 help those in need by finding them verse 273 number 17 do not consume interest riba verse 275 number 18 grant more time to repay if the debtor is in hard time verse 280 number 19 write down the deeds of the debt verse 282 number 20 keep the trust verse 283 number 21 do not spy and backbite verse 283 number 22 believe in all prophets verse 285 number 23 do not burden a person beyond his scope 286 please do remember me and my family in your duas la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntum minaz zalimin rabbana la tu'akhizna in nasina aw akhtuana allahumma innaka afuwun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni allahumma salli ala muhammadin nabiyyil ummi wa ala alihi wa sallimu taslima rabbana taqabbal minna innaka antas samiul alim wa tub alaina innaka tattawabur rahim برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين